Cardi B, you and me, girl, we're gonna make some music together. Okay. <laughs> Hey girl, this is a fuck of car production. Fuck up, Cole! <laughs> hey girl, this is a fuck of car production. Welcome, this is another episode of Fickle Morals. I said it right, I didn't say fecal matter this time, so I've been practicing it. So glad that we're, we're gonna finally be on Apple Podcasts. It's, uh, it's crazy, I would never think in a million years that that would actually be possible, so I'm pretty happy about that. And then, you know, uh, man, we got so much things to talk about today. I mean, one thing I am proud to say is that uh, just to follow up with the very first episode about Kaka, I mean, I know we're not gonna talk about that, but I will let you know that I went to work today. Um, you know me, I already told you guys I ate a lot of vegan foods and uh, doing yoga, slacked it for a bit, got back on yoga, did it for an hour, and guess what? Did alright, I've been increasing fiber like a mofo, like no Metamucil, apparently Metamucil has some shit that should not even be in there, so I'm like, great, like the stuff's supposed to help you, which is another episode in the future, <laughs> but yeah, just know there is stuff that you think is gonna help you, but guess what? It's the complete opposite and it's just not, so like I said, that's a whole nother episode, which I should remind myself to write that, but yeah, uh, health <laughs> Terms and it's a scandal and all that stuff so it's crazy man but either way i just i just know that i was at work and my goodness like i was just proud like how bad like it wasn't burning it wasn't hot i just love that like it was just a good fart that ripped this time so it was just it was just like damn like why can't my body just work like this why i didn't do that before so crossing my fingers that fiber is the answer and if not then guess what baby boy over here is gonna probably go back to edibles shout out to episode number two so hey all right and i'll let you guys know how that progress goes because not only is this a a podcast about questioning things as well but it's also the journey of me and my and my bowel movement so thank you so much for sticking around more than my shit sticks around in my stomach so alrighty um I know I updated the blog recently and uh we got a lot of stuff that I want to talk about but I had to bring this up since we're already talking about Apple business let's talk about just just business in general so obviously I'm here with AJ amazing editor amazing dude who is just going ham with the Logan Agency. That was fancy. I know, right? That's going to be the new voiceover for the whole thing. No, (laughs) But no, like, we've been going hard on that, and he's going hard on it. It's great. This is his business. This is his life. This is desire work. There's nothing better than following your passion. Guys, you're never going to find passion if you don't keep failing. And then you keep failing, and you keep failing some more, because you'll never know what it really is. So to me, I think, like, passion is and that's why i'm kind of excited to start maybe making youtube videos again and all that because i keep thinking like i'm straying away from this and it's been like over 10 years and i'm still coming back to it so it's like now i'm gonna legitimately make a business do that and uh yeah so i'll follow up with you guys on the journey on on youtube and whatever and of course I'll, I'll, i'll let you guys know where to follow me at once that gets done but either way guys i mean you don't get to the point where you are if you're not failing enough and you don't get to the point where you are because you sat down and said well i guess i'll just do it and maybe it works out no you just gotta just 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 get on it that's it like like my biggest obstacle is obviously my health if i can overcome this health like i don't care if i don't look pretty like fuck looking amazing i don't don't give a shit me hell you can make me ugly as fuck i just need my energy back man that's all i want i want my energy back i want my stomach to work like a normal human being so that way i can start hustling 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 because i know uh 
my homeboy uh, Grant Cardone, really amazing guy, a very, one of the best business people out there that I, I like to watch and follow uh, now and then. Definitely does mention that if, if you're born poor, that's not your fault. If you die poor, then that is your fault. But like I said, that's another episode. We're 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 gonna stream too uh, too off, man. I, I just I'm just excited to be back, man. I'm excited. <laughs> we're we're officially on Apple now. Unless Apple decides not to take it down, then I apologize for getting too cocky ahead of time. <laughs> but, you know, you got Apple, trillion-dollar company, making bank. You got AJ hustling right here at the Logan Agency. I'm pretty sure he's going to be making bank. Uh, our goal is what, a year? Is that what you – did you set up a goal? Like, if you, do you want care to kind of give what your, what your, what's your big picture and what is your first goal? We'll go with that. So my goal is to not be stressing – about money after a year and by that I mean basically being able to pay my bills and knowing that there's a decent chunk in the bank so in the event that something did happen that I was going to be okay like if some shit were to go down um, with myself or anyone in my family that we would be all right. And even if it was something as simple as, hey, one of our fucking 75,000 dogs were to get sick, that um, the cost of getting them taken care of wasn't going to cause a financial crisis or us worrying about how we're going to pay one bill to basically cover that cost. So that's where I see it going in a year where I'd like it to go. My goal for after one quarter, so um, let's just say three months, is to basically have this sustaining not only itself, but sustaining my bills and us being able to help contribute to the lives of the people that are doing work for us, uh, such as Buzzy contributing his voice uh, to this cause, in addition to uh, Ashley, who is the host of Ballin' on a Budget. Shout out to Ashley! <laughs> I had to do it because I don't know if that's copyright. I'm pretty sure DJ Keller, some fat ass DJ, like took over that. So. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not hating on him. I'm just, I'm just jealous because he got money. But he had to, it don't stop him. I want that money too. So I'm hating for the simple fact I'm not really sure what he does outside of putting his name on the actual songs. I mean, think about it. If he's featured on. Well, think about it because look at the way he's making money. From just saying, you know, DJ Khaled, and then you got like Bruce Buffer, and then his brother. Uh, all right, who's the original Buffer from boxing? Is um, it Bruce? Bruce is a UFC, right? Yeah. yeah. Bruce is UFC, and then oh, Michael. Michael Buffer. There you go. That's like a boxing the, guy. Yeah, like the, the the Buffer brothers, man. They they get bank wearing suits, going up and just you know announcing their famous words. Like, dude, that's a that's a pretty good gig. So. DJ Khaled, I, I really don't know what he does either, but I do know that he makes bank just saying, DJ Khaled, I'm just like, dude, hey, if that's, if that's what makes you the money, that's what paid for your house, I can't hate. Like, I get jealous. I, I think I'm, a, I'm in my right to be jealous, but I'm just saying, like, I want to know his story of, like, how long did he have to hustle to get to that easy life, you know? I mean, for all we know, he's probably, like, out selling Chiclas or something like that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> when did he get to be the best, though? Like, how was that determined? How did it go from whatever he was before to we the best? One was that transition, and who made the decision that we were the best? Like, what was the, the shout-out before then? Like, we're kind of...
kind of like, on the way you know up. what? That's that's a great point because I, I always wonder like what makes a good hook? Like, is it the amount of confidence or is it the amount of repetition? So like we have him saying we's the best or whatever yeah. he says. I don't know. I, I know my uh, coworker gets mad at me because I'm always um, butchering songs. So like when Drake <laughs> says out like a light, I keep saying out like a light bulb, like a light bulb. And he's like, that's not the fucking songs. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to pretend I'm a fucking moth. All right. Like, I want to say that. So fuck you. I, but, I like, know the coworker of whom you speak. Yeah. So, you know, you have something <laughs> like that. And then you also have like, what's another? Oh, the, the, I'm, I'm going to butcher this too, but I don't give a fuck because they're rich. I don't give a fuck about me either. So it's your show. It's the, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's my show. This is my business. I'm going to make my money here. So, so the other thing was, uh, that young Metro there, you know what I'm talking about? It's like, young Metro. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's that one. And it's funny because you look back and I'm like, who the fuck was in the studio thinking, I'm going to say this shit and it's going to sound good. Like I look back like young Metro, it's, it's, it like, doesn't make any sense, but it rose so well with a lot of songs. I'm like, damn, like that guy probably like, I know he's probably a producer or whoever it is. I'm not going to get into that, but I do know like when you have your, I guess your sound signature or whatever, that's, that's like amazing. Cause that's when people like, dude, I know who this is. This is where I want to produce with like, that's where your money is. So DJ Khaled, he does the, we the best and whatever. And you know, that's his sound signature. You know, he got bank off of making this two or three minute song and you play it on the radio and instant bank, instant bank, like a motherfucker. And there's that. I mean, there's so many good sound signatures. I know we had, um, didn't little John have one back then? Um, I mean, we know he's got his yeah and the okay, but he had something too. Man, I'm trying to think. Like, there's so many sound signatures. It's probably not the proper word, but this is my show. I'm gonna call it the fuck I want. So, <laughs> I mean, there were just a lot of things Little John did. I mean, he's still doing. Yeah. Like that guy still sells out Good venues in Vegas. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has like residencies around the world playing hits from like 15 years ago. And it still makes bank, man. It's, it's like, it's not, it's like game. imagine having, I wouldn't say one hit wonder if you have more than one song that's hitting it, but it's like your, his songs are the easiest. Yeah. And it's funny because like, I think little John's probably one of the few artists out there that like when he came out, we didn't think he was really annoying. We were just like, damn, like he's clever, he's catchy. And he, and he still manages to be relevant throughout um, even throughout like 10 years later and stuff because most artists you try to do that and it's like it, it just doesn't feel the same it's irrelevant and they haven't kept up like even Little John was was in that um, that DJ Snake song right yeah uh, turned down for what and it's just like damn like you brought somebody from 10 years ago put him in like this new genre and it worked perfectly like that's a blessing like I'm pretty sure he's happy to be where he's at and that was the thing man it seemed like that song was more commercially successful than any other song. And by that, I, I don't mean like successful in terms of like people buying the song or it doing well. I just mean like companies using that song in their marketing. That song oh, yeah. was everywhere a couple years ago. I Ooh, saw the trailers too. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes bank. Sometimes you probably make more bank off of the song being advertised than it does to sell it on your own. Yep. Like it's crazy. I mean, that song played on like um like if it's an elevator for NBA games do they get paid too as well I think so man yeah 
because those those services have to license those songs so they're making money off pretty much everything because the services that provide the music to those businesses um, they're paying another company another intermediary uh, to basically license those songs and then there's a trickle down effect where those artists are eventually making something off those um, piece of work being used in random day-to-day situations man see like i want to i want to make that money we should make a, a, a sound signature right now i'm gonna be like <laughs> take a shit let's do it <laughs> dump dump this is a shit this is a dump production but no no i should do better than that let's see take that shit constipation is over you know i don't know we're, we're, we'll come up with something i'm gonna i'm gonna work on that so sound signature all right i'm gonna write that down because i will forget so here we go sound drink a, drink a drop out that deuce <laughs> Juicy, juicy production. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the thing is like, I, I know it's not going to work because I don't have any confidence in it. Like, I, I cringe, but that's, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a, like a simple pleasure where like, I can't help but watch like cringe or feel cringy now and then. Like, I, I just, I hate that I love that now and then. What, what if you sounded like a little kid and said some long lines of like, ain't that some shit? Oh, wait, that's like Stitch right there. So, <laughs> ain't that some shit? No, see what? Like I see, and everyone has their different one. Like I think, I think didn't Kanye West have one? No. I mean, for a while in the first two records, um, College Dropout and Late Registration, um, he had. Cedric the Entertainer, he had that voice going, Mr. West, Mr. West, Mr. Yeah. West. Yeah, that's right. Who, who the fuck? You dropped out of college, Mr. West. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, <laughs> damn. Good, good album, man. What happened, Connie? Why are you going crazy? I mean, you're still, you're still cool with making that music, but but then you did that shit Saturday Night Live, and I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck? We're <laughs> <laughs> rooting for you, man, but... I mean, I'll still root for you because you make money, and then your wife definitely makes money. But she's actually in the uh, topic I want to talk about, but that's later. <laughs> but before before we get into that, though, like, can we just have a conversation? I'm I know I'm gonna piss off Jew people here, and I'm speaking. I know I'm. Did you say Jew people? <laughs> shoe people. Oh, sh- wait, shoe people <laughs> like shoes? Like shoes? Oh, I'm gonna I'll piss just off. talk about shoes. Yeah, I'm tell not, me, yes, tell I'm not gonna piss off Jews because nah, they nice have too people. much money. No, well, they're nice people, and, and like chances them. are no Jew is listening to this show. Yeah, I don't. Unless know. you know Jews, uh, I probably know one. I think I say one because. Uh, but does he have enough power to prevent us from making money? We well, don't know. It could be a she. I'm not sexist. <laughs> you could you could be. What is it called? <laughs> are they going to control our rating on iTunes? Let's let's ask it no. that. Way. Uh, Steve Jobs wasn't Jewish, was he? No. Oh, okay, no. See, but you know, and that's why I miss Steve Jobs because he wouldn't let this fucking touch ID like disappear. He probably would have found a way to keep that touch ID and be like, the users need touch ID. <laughs> or was that Bill Gates? See, I always fuck up no, their voices you're, too. You're good. That you're was good. his voice. No, so then what's, then what's Bill Gates' voice? It's like, I created Windows 95. This is my software, fucker. I'm rich. Dude, that's a, that guy is like a trip. He's like, I didn't realize like Bill Gates back in the days. I don't know if I said in the last podcast, but like, dude, back in the days, he was like another fucking Mark Zuckerberg. He was going to court and shit. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> and then it's like, dude, like he's a smart guy. He fucking made software that cost what fifty cent to to make a box with a CD in it. Then he fucking sold the software for what three hundred, five hundred bucks. That's, yep. I mean, you talk about a trillion dollar company or margin on an iPhone, but dude, no, like Bill Gates made that big ass margin. Like, holy shit, that's some money. That's that's the smart nerd money, dude. That's what I'm telling <laughs> you, man. Like, I love that shit. Oh, and then Paul Allen, um, another founding member of Microsoft. 
uh, passed in the last week. Um, guy donated over two billion of his own dollars Big to two billion. Two billion. Where you donated to? Just various causes, man. That's dope. Like just to have that enough money, to be like, dude, I have the ability to help some organization or some charity that actually probably changed like multiple people's lives, and they probably never talk about that. But Lord knows that we'll talk about Kim Kardashian and him doing it. I hate that shit. Like, <laughs> look at that. I love that I have all these topics, but they're just like emerging, like political morals, because we've got so many fucking like things that we're all fickled about, and we're all fucking. Mm. This episode's. I mean, from what I see, this episode is <laughs> to uh, use your phrasing. This episode's I, constipated. I don't, I don't even know what they call it's this full episode. of shit. I'm just. I just know that it's. Uh, it's. It's about bank, I guess, and, and just how people making their bank or how people want to make their bank, like. Oh, that's okay. So that's one thing I, I will, I will, I will swing back to this. So, so obviously we know that people are making bank off of sound signatures. You got AJ hustling over here, making sure to become one of the top ten media companies in the world, not the United States of America. We're going for the world, baby. You gotta aim high up, up this bitch. So if if you want to do something, always aim high. Don't aim low. You aim high, motherfucker. So that's the goal, man. Like we already know about your first step, your first goal. But we're going to get higher and higher and higher because we want that ultimate goal for you, man. The irony is there's 12 steps, isn't there? Probably. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't matter. You shoot up for the stars, man. You shoot for the fucking moon, AJ. It's my podcast. I'm going to motivate you to shoot to the fucking moon, man. Oh, uh, man. But you know what? I mean, everybody starts small, man. Like, I know in the in, if you guys read on the uh, blogs, uh, on, on the uh, Logan Agency blog post that I put, um... So it's funny. It was like it was a day off, and uh, my girl and I were like, "Oh man, I I, I know we were, I, I went to go drop her off at work." So I'm like, "Cool, I'm gonna drop her off, whatever." And then fuck off, car. Okay, there you go. <laughs> that's gonna be a good little. <laughs> See, that's my cell signature. Fuck off, car. <laughs> hey girl, this is a fuck off car production. <laughs> there you go. I found my cell signature. Fuck off, car. There you go. Damn. You just can't you can't make this shit up right there. Right there. Every time in the now for every episode of Fickle Morals, you're gonna hear that. That's the sound signature. Fuck off, car! I'm gonna hit up Sergio. I'm gonna tell him, dude, you need to make a new song. I need my name in the song. Like I need to get credit for not like the like, show opens called Fuck Off. Fuck off, car! <laughs> Cardi B, you and me, girl, we're gonna make some music together. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. God, oh. I love myself so much that I hate myself, dude. I love it. <laughs> the irony, though, is that that happened, and it was in the first episode where <laughs> the same shit happened. A car fucking drove by. You fucking oh you called the motherfucker out for driving yeah. down fucking our road. Yeah, like, it's perfect. I mean, I get that's what he has to do. I mean, I'm assuming, like, <laughs> young, if Young Metro gonna shoot you, I'm a pr- I'm pretty sure the guy was there when some dude named Metro, or maybe the fucking Metro chain was gonna shoot him. I don't know. <laughs> like, everybody has an inspiration. So now, see, you guys got first dibs of, like, when this shit takes off, you're gonna be like, oh, why does he always say fuck off car? Why does he always say fuck off? Did, like, did a car touch him and he said fuck I was like no man dude this is an interesting story <laughs> car was driving by on the neighborhood while they're recording and he got mad and he said 
fuck off, Carly. Like, dude, I'm telling you, bitch, it's Picasso. This man is Picasso. He's Picasso. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God, buddy. It's you know I'm going to have some fun with just that audio. <laughs> Good. I want you to have as much fun, dude. You're going to have so many sound clips. Hollywood's going to hit you up. And they're like, hey, we're going to need some sound clips for some Disney Channel. <laughs> well, I got the perfect sound for you. It's just buzzing right here doing all these bounces. I don't even know why I made you sound like that. You don't even sound like that. I made you go like ding, 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 ding. You're going to do the fucking mouse ears. <laughs> Followed by fuck off, Kyle. Hey, guys. My name is Buzzy, and you're watching the Disney Channel. <laughs> fuck off, car! You know, it's just... Just... Oh, shit. I hit the red. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid wands. Just a big old fucking dildo just swishing. <laughs> you're watching the Disney Channel. I'm the oldest fucking Disney kid over here. Fucking Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) all this because i just wanted to talk about how we got locked out so (laughs) it's in the morning it's bad enough like my girlfriend's you know i I promised her star guys when you promise your girl starbucks it's important that you follow up and get some fucking starbucks like i know it's just starbucks but something about the the ladies love it i love it i mean i don't know maybe it's the points i don't know but starbucks um that's that's a good business that guy did i forgot his 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 beginning process but he had the job. Fuck off, car. And then he got the job. <laughs> too, too easy, too easy. <laughs> so the guy from Starbucks had the job, and then he got let go. And then I don't know. This is a cool, like, I just know that one day we'll talk about the Starbucks guy. He It was a beautiful rebound that he ended up buying the company, and then he turned into a Starbucks, and boom, look where he's at now. So I was like, <laughs> fuck, that's a, that's a great story. Anyway, my girl and I probably served Starbucks. We get locked outside the apartment. Because I forgot to get my car keys, which has her house keys. And then she brought her purse, and she's got multiple purses. And she happens to get the purse that doesn't have the house key. So we're like, fuck. Called mom up, and unfortunately, mom's not there. And she's the only one that's got the backup key, and she's not there where we live. She's, like, uh, hours and hours away, and I'm like, great. And and she's got to go to work in, like, half an hour. So we end up calling, like, the, the, you know, the billing attendant, you know, uh, and then, and, you know, fuck them, too. I can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, man, you think they would have a spare key and all that. They're like, sorry, we don't carry that. You guys would actually have to call a locksmith. So I'm like, great. So that was probably, like, the first time we ever have to call a locksmith. She's never been locked out in the 10 years that she's lived there. It was the first time. They don't have a spare. So I pretty much just told her, fuck off, Buzzy's <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> fuck off, you know. Yeah, and then uh, so basically they they said no, nope, you have to call locksmith. So you're like, oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So it's like here we are. We got two weeks till I get my vacation, and she gets her vacation just a couple of days after me. So we're looking forward to that, even though we're broke and we have nothing to do. So bad enough, you know, we call a locksmith. Luckily, speedy service. You know, the guy was only like 10, 15 minutes away. I'm like, awesome. But the thing is, it's gonna cost a hundred bucks, or assume that it's gonna cost a hundred bucks. So. Guy comes in, and then too easy, too easy, too easy. Sorry. Cars passing by, too easy. So <laughs> I think that one take we got was perfect. We're gonna keep that forever. So the guy, the, the locksmith guy, comes in. You know, he's in his little his little van. You know, and it's not like your typical locksmith. I, I'm pretty sure people are picturing like this fat dude looking like a plumber. No, um, you know, just a cool uh, thin dude with like long. Um, I wouldn't say like like. Uh, what do you call it? Like Rastafarian hair, what do you, braided, braided hair. It's just, you know, it just has the long hair, but it's all, you know, with a ponytail and all that. Not, nothing weird, but it just, it looks cool, you know, like a cool shaggy dude. Super polite dude. And 
So here he is. He's got a little toolkit. Uh, we told him like, hey man, only the bottom is locked, not the not the top bolt. Luckily, it's just that we forgot our keys and boom. So he's like, ah, oh, don't worry, we got this. So he pulls out like this magical WD-40. He starts spraying that shit. And then uh, he sticks this key in there, and he starts slapping it and hammering them. Just like, oh, maybe I could have done that, but it's like, ah, we're just joking. Blah, 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 blah. And then he smashes it, and then pretty soon, like the door handle, uh, yeah, he got it like probably like the quickest job ever. Took him only like five less than five minutes, and boom, hundred dollars right there. So as a customer, it's like, man, I'm so bummed because it's a hundred bucks, and I have to use my credit card because I'm trying to stay away from it. I owe too much, not like crazy lot, but it's still a lot. And it's like, fuck, man, I got to pay this dude 100 bucks. I mean, it is his job, and he, he this is his standard rates, you know? It's not like I could have gone to what the manufacturer or Apple doors and be like, oh, it's going to cost you $1,000 to unlock this door. Like, fuck you, Apple. I mean, I love you, Apple. Thank you for coming on your... But your podcast is just whoever's running your shit. You, but that's another story. You didn't get an OEM <laughs> Apple door. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> I've got a story to share about fucking Apple repairs, but... After, after oh, you're I'll, done with well, your Well, before story. we get there, because it is time. I guess, I don't know what this episode is. I just know that people <laughs> find ways to make money off of their own shit. I guess that's it. People make money off of their own shit, right? <laughs> Apple makes money off of their own shit that they create. And then you got fucking, you know, these musicians or whatever you want to call them. These, these sound signature guys that make money off of their own sound. So, either way, I was thinking, like, dude, like, as a businessman, you got to think, like, this is cool. I did a gig for 100 bucks That took me less than five minutes. Like, 100 bucks an hour right there. Cool. Period. And meanwhile, as a, as a customer, it's like, fuck, it sucks that I had to pay 100 bucks, But it probably would have cost a lot more for other people, whatever. I mean, I don't know what a typical locksmith cost is. I mean, I felt like maybe we could have got a discount. But either way, you know what? This is his business. He believes in it. He's that good. And he did prove to us he's that good that he got it done in five minutes. So guess what? My girl ended up getting to work on time. And we ended up, uh, I ended up, you know, driving to get Starbucks for her as well. So, um, and then uh, luckily worked out. Her, her manager actually bought the Starbucks. All I did was go pick it up. So shout out to her manager. Awesome person. Uh, got me my green tea. I love that shit. And, uh, you know, and it just got me thinking like, holy shit. Like, you know what? Like, it's, it's so cool that I'm pretty sure this guy owns his own business. Uh, like having your own business fucking rocks like there's no I'm pretty sure there's no better feeling and I can't wait to get to that point too so not only am I here the host of Fickle Moro as well but I'm also learning uh, from AJ too as well so I think of it as a as a halftime internship <laughs> and halftime uh, 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 content fuck, fuck that dude you're, you're part of the company oh there you go thank you thank you you're, you're I mean like especially a... with the fuck off car that's gonna be <laughs> money right there <laughs> but like dude it just got me thinking like dude like it's so great when you get to the point like I, I just wonder like how this guy started off if he interned and all this stuff but it's just like like I always wonder like if he does other stuff but either way like that's his shit like damn dude like imagine just knowing that you have the ability to do something like that I mean Apple already proved that they can do something like this in less than whatever or find a model that works and then not only that too it's like Smith, it's still one of the most important things out there like there's so many jobs now that are becoming obsolete so it kind of makes you wonder like you guys definitely gotta like focus on skills and go crazy about it so obviously i got like different different skills in my in my bag but the only problem is you want to pick one and master it so i know with you aj you 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 are definitely with radio man i love it i've seen your work and it's it's, it's fantastic man like it's it's all that work that is showing that's your master that's your crap and you're only growing from there too as well like no one was gonna pay me to masturbate (laughs) Uh, well I don't know I mean there's these uh, great camera or like 
shit on websites. I mean, ladies do it. I'm pretty sure there's some for dudes, too, that you can just masturbate and make money. So The irony of that, man, is, like, speaking as a totally straight guy, if I were to go on, say, like, a fucking, what's it called, like, Chatterbait or whatever the fuck it's called, like, I would be way more popular with dudes than with women. That's fucking the sad part of my life is... That well, as a totally thing. straight guy, I get hit on by fucking dudes like ten times a day. Just not only because where we live, but at the same time, it's like, man, well, where where has it that if, you, if a gay dude hits on you, that means two girls are gonna find you attractive? That's what I've heard, dude. So I'm I'm down like two times. I need about like eighteen chicks to hit on me daily for like the next month. Well, <laughs> well they don't have to hit on you, but at least. They will eye fuck you. They'll probably look at you like, that man is handsome. I don't even know why they sound like that. I'm sorry. That's, that's a bad voice. It's like, oh, that man is handsome. You know, like, I don't know. Either way, that's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. It's probably just guy talk. You know how it is. But I've just reached that age where I'm just going to get nothing but fucking chicks that could double as NFL linebackers. I've gotten to that point. You know, I've, but I've come to terms you. with shit. Like, that's what you really want a girl that's going to protect I don't you. really need a monster <laughs> the midway. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this, man. Like, if, if here's the thing. So, like, that that business, I guess, uh, even if, if, let's just say you decide to get into that business and your target audience happens to be male. Obviously, you're a straight male, but in the end, it's like, you know what? It is a business. Like, for me, there's some beautiful cosplayers that I follow, and some of them, I know that they're not straight, that some of them are going to be lesbian, some of them bisexual. And even then, it doesn't really shy me away because it's not like oh I'm a single individual that's trying hard to get at them you know it's more of like I appreciate their work I appreciate the modeling that they do I mean obviously it's like I don't know like I guess there's a lot of people that have that mentality like man she's straight that's awesome like we get this I don't know if it's just a guy thing or what, but we get this mentality like, fuck yeah, that means like, oh, there's, that means there's a chance. Like, obviously, you don't talk to that person. You don't know who it is. <laughs> but everybody, all those weirdos only have that mentality. And even if, if somebody that does that work, like, obviously, if a sexy woman, she's, she's her, even though her sexual, uh, it, you know, what do you call it, sexual preference is that she is a lesbian, that still doesn't deter the fact that men will not, you know, that they're not going to stop looking at her. They'll still admire the work that she does. So I'm just saying, man, if you ever get decide to get in that business, don't don't take it as like, man, like, you know, you know, choosers can't be beggars. Wait, what is it? Beggars can't be choosers. Man, fuck off, car. But like the whole thing is you just got to be happy that there's an audience, appreciate the audience. And then not only that, it's like, you know what? In the end, they're the one that that's building a community and actually supporting you, especially when it comes to bank. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a I'm trying to think of a, of a company that went through that. I'm pretty sure there's like several stories where they're like, well, we didn't expect our target audience to be like that. But guess what? We appreciate it, you know. And also, like, you know what? There's something about uh, porn. And I, I hear that gay porn makes a lot more money than straight porn, too. So it's like, oh, you know what? It's I mean, I don't know. If I, I obviously don't that, think that's what I would handle. That. I've, I've, I've gleaned, too, man. And I think that comes um from working in an environment where the majority of customers that I worked with swung from the other side of the plate than do I. Um, well, let me tell you this. The customers that you worked with that were, you know, uh, obviously like uh, the ones that hit on you were homosexual men. Yeah. Do you feel that... Um, because did you ever take advantage of like, well, if he finds me that attractive, maybe I can up a sale or, or sell something? Or did you ever feel like, no, like... Oh, I extorted the fuck out of it, dude, okay. for sure. Within, <clears throat> within the boundaries of being a straight man, but ultimately, you only get so many times 
as a straight guy to do what women have been doing for fucking centuries. So it's a little bit taste of like uh, karma for men. Yeah. Okay. Because so ladies, you see, we're we're, we're taking it. We're, we're gonna. <laughs> so women, man, for decades they've been able to not have the sales game all the way there, but yet still be able to make bank. And I'm not saying that against all women. There's just a lot of women out there that use the assets that God gave them and use them to a full advantage. And they know how to work it. And I think that is definitely a benefit for some of them. And you would think that um, I'd be being slanderous towards the the female of the species, but I'm not here. Basically what I'm saying is there's a lot of women that use their looks, their feminine wiles to their advantage. And I think the great ones um, are the females that know they're good looking, but are subtle about it. And then they mix that in with um, a knowledge set and when they can mix in the fact where it's not just tits and ass, but they're able to mix that sexuality and that male desire to want them and use it to their advantage. I think that's so. What do you ultimate. like? Do you think there's a good or is that like a good thing or a bad thing? Or do you think depending on the career that they pick, that's a good thing or a bad thing? Like for example, like you got a, a you know this this beautiful woman that either does sales and then you got this beautiful woman who does you know, pole dancing or something like that. Do you think there's any difference between the two and how they make their money or do you see it as a different, like, opposition? Like, what do you think about that? I I think the two things run a parallel because, I mean, in my single days, I've frequented a few different strip clubs okay. and you go there and you have a good time, shit happens, and I think the ones that are able to balance their looks with intelligence, those would be the ones that I would be more interested in. And by that, I mean, it's not always the fucking perfect tens that succeed in the teasing game. It's the ones that mix that... Like the ones that know their confidence and their assets with them, obviously. When they mix that aura with intelligence and they not only know how to work a man, and I'm not just talking like grinding on him or whatever the case may be. I'm talking about knowing how to ultimately... Because that's ultimately sales. Work them for money. Yeah, dude, it's totally sales. And it's the ones that don't have to basically dry hump you for hours to uh, get 20 bucks. I mean, I've known a few strippers that just based on limited interaction know what to say, how to say it to be sexy. And I've had interactions where there hasn't been any private dances or anything like that. Just honestly had conversations with beautiful women 
that know how to use their wiles to their advantage. And I've had times where I've just honestly bought them a drink and just shot the shit with them and still tip them 20 bucks. It wasn't a matter of me trying to basically have ass rubbed in my face or whatever the case may be. Just sometimes you meet interesting people in those circumstances. They just happen to work. Which is kind of funny because they're more like a, like a psychotherapist sometimes. Kind of. They talk to you and compare like you go to uh, meet somebody that's not in that setting and they just become like I get it like you, when you go at work you want to be your professional self um, but then when you're outside of work you can be yourself so obviously the way I'm here is different when I, when I work with customers but the thing is you know I'm still up, you know upbeat I'll talk to them you know make conversation but obviously I'm not gonna be like hey uh, did you see that car I told the fuck off one time you know I'm not gonna be like that but, but that's the thing is like they're it, like hey you're that guy <laughs> if, dude I swear if I ever get a fan I'm gonna be like oh I quit I made it I made it Whee! fucking like, burning your shirt in the fucking parking lot I think my dream is like to go to a strip club one day and then like the stripper comes out and they're like oh now everybody welcome down to the stage is big muffy Tuffy or something like that and the song just starts <laughs> off with fuck off cars and then it's just the sign is like Sergio's like song and, like, <laughs> and I'm just like oh shit I made it I'm in the club I'm gonna be like Drake I'm gonna get a stripper pregnant or dancer pregnant I'm like god damn it Drake you like, you like this re I don't even listen to Drake man but I know that he likes the re-re but then he got his wee-wee in the stripper and made it pregnant like motherfucker you got enough money to be like fuck it I got I got her pregnant and she's a dancer and I'm like yeah but she sold the fuck out of you didn't you bitch yep but I mean gotten for 18 years <laughs> the irony years, is we use that years. Kanye lyric and then I know the fucking Kanye that's that exactly time. what I was thinking I was like 18 years 18 years <laughs> Mr. Woods what, what the fuck was that <laughs> Goddamn, Win the know. Super Bowl and drive off in a Hyundai. I'm never gonna like listen to his albums right again. God damn it, fucking fucking sound signatures and but shit. You gotta you gotta admit though, like the first first three, maybe four Kanye records before we get into other things. Solid. Oh yeah. Especially it's the first two. Beautiful man. And then, like, I think he's another story that I want to talk about, like how how because uh, I'm a big fan of Daft Punk you know yeah. and there's like it's funny how like they're friends I don't know if they're friends anymore but either way it's like I don't care all I know is like if I had a choice of picking you know which mommy and daddy want I would be like well I'm gonna pick Daft Punk whoever they are I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with them sorry Kanye peace motherfucker like I'm going with them so um man I didn't want to talk about this but I'm, I'm gonna get on it anyway so like cause we're actually you know what we'll probably say this in the next episode cause we're almost done rapping here but I will tell you this man like it's cool that um how how like I guess I'm gonna consider this part one of like jobs or whatever I mean sound signatures making bang but it's just like it's amazing like how I'm pretty sure that these people we talked about how these interesting startups and then to where they got like who's to say that one day in the future all it takes is just one move one sound one episode one anything to just skyrocket from there so Anything can happen, man. That's all I'm going to say is anything can happen. Um, I think on the next episode, we'll talk about not just Kanye West, but I definitely want to talk about why Kim K is still popular since we were talking about the assets of of all these, like, you know, you know, women with the, with that and, and, you know, knowing if we were to do something like this, what our Tarians would be like. Those guys from Thunder and from Down Under, I'm pretty sure some of them are straight, some of them are gay, and they're probably some gay males that do not like, well, 
I'm not attracted to women, but I know that they're my target audience and they make me money, so I'm going to dance in front of them and wave it around. And and uh, not only am I going to show my penis, but apparently I learned that this thing on your shoulder is called a weenus. <laughs> so he's going to show his penis and his weenus in front of these ladies and just hope that those dollar bills come in, man. Wait. Wait. So, like, the excess skin yeah, so on I your elbow is, is called a weenus? says... So noun in slang, the excess skin at the joint of one's elbow containing one of the least amount of nerves in the body. As a result, for diving for the football, a laceration at his weenus occurred. So that's yeah, it's actually in the it's the excess skin oh, here. So it's the actual term for it. I yeah. thought there was some sexual connotation. No, that's that's what I learned today at oh, work. That's crazy. You know, that's the one thing I like. It was supposed to be about other things and like uh, you know learning about more stuff about people and stuff. But no, I learned about weenus. That's what I learned today. So I'm just like, cool, man. Gotta love corporate training. Oh, I know. I gotta love it. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> guys, please, please. Please, please follow the Logan Agency, okay? The Logan Agency. You can find me, and you can also find me at Sync Beasting. That it's S Y N C B E E S T I N G. Sync, as in like your your Apple won't sync your fucking shit because they are rich as fuck. And Beasting, and oh, here, here we go, one last time. Fuck off, car. So. That's me right there, and then don't forget to follow us, and uh, yeah, and then also don't forget this is this is another episode of Fickle Morals, guys. Thank you so much uh, um, for following us. Thank you so much for for hearing me out, and don't forget to also tell your friends about, especially when you got your Apple friends who pay that Apple money. We're finally on Apple Podcast now, so that's really great. Um, and uh, until then, man, um, you know AJ, anything else you want to say before we head out, man? Where can they find you at, brother? I'm a super conceited prick. My uh... Uh, Instagram is real AJ Logan because I had to change it because it was way too complicated for a very long time. So it's just real AJ Logan. Um, hopefully people can spell that. But why? What was your name before? Was it Weenus? <laughs> it was Weenus one two three. Oh damn, that is too long. No, it was. It's pronounced. AJ, because for the longest time uh. at work, people thought my name was Adj, like I was the fucking most pale Middle Eastern oh, individual God. fucking ever. Um, Adj. Adj, yeah. Like, they're like, what fucking nationality is that? Oh, like, what, what do you think <laughs> you I am? Use, you used the ad sign as you, your name? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was... <laughs> <laughs> people ask me forever like what's my nationality when they'd see my business card and there were no periods between the letters oh my god I'm like well normally when there's two capital letters next to each other that means that's initials only but I just got to a point where I just started fucking with people and yeah told them my name was fucking Edge Logan oh god so it became a joke and then my Instagram for a long time was it's pronounced AJ, but I spelled everything out phonetically um, in a total dick move. But then I'm just like, fuck it. It's just too complicated. So long story short, um, yeah, people can find me on Instagram. Real AJ Logan, R-E-A-L-A-J-L-O-G-A-N. Perfect. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll catch you next time, and we're looking forward. Don't forget, this is a fuck off car production. <laughs> catch you on the flip side, you, you ding dingly ding ding. Oh man, we gotta work on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going down, down, down. They go. Sink beasting is the name, and saying all that shit you think but don't have the balls to say is his game. Fickle Morals streaming now at theloganagency.com.